Welcome to episode five hey. of Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. Welcome everyone. Follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context and visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcast app, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And hopefully Spotify soon. And leave those reviews. We love hearing feedback. Just like... You know, because we spend so much time working on this and we just want to know what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Give us feedback. Good or bad. Direct message to Instagram that works or email. So this is the 4th of July episode. Happy 4th of July or almost 4th of July. The release date is June 17th. So by the time this releases and everyone's kind of be prepping for, prepping for their fourth and we want to help you prep for your fourth your orlando fourth of july and we want to reminisce about fourth of july's of old of, <laughs> of the past <laughs> what are we gonna talk about first well fourth let's talk about let's reminisce first i suppose okay let's let's go back so i'll start because i have a, a deep rooted passion for the fourth of july the fourth of july i would say is like after after Halloween, Christmas, and then 4th of July is my third favorite holiday. And I know that sounds like way down the line, but I love 4th of July. So growing up, you know, I grew up in Pennsylvania. And so the summer there was really nice. It was like, you know, it wasn't like it is here where it's like unbearably hot. Like you could spend the whole day outside, like barbecuing, hanging out with the family and you wouldn't be like dying. And so my grandma lived... We would always spend 4th of July at my grandma's house. And she lived, like, I can't even really explain the way her house was. But basically, her neighbors were, like, all around her. And it was just, like, so cool because everyone would just come to my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, like we would, we would have, like, tons of fireworks. Me and my dad and my mom, we would always go shopping to this place. So we lived close to, like, the Ohio pennsylvania line and mm-hmm. so I'm did not, you have to go out of state yes, to Hawaii, you had ohio to but it was it was legal to shoot them off i don't know because i was a child i don't know the logistics of okay. it i just remember always going to ohio there was this place i believe it's called over the line fireworks mm-hmm. because it's literally just like right over the right. line of ohio so we would always go there to get fireworks and then we'd bring them home and me and my dad loved fireworks. My mom, not so much. But um, it was definitely, we were definitely pyros. Um, so we would, you know, just hang out all day at my grandma's. We'd barbecue. We'd have the radio playing. And then at night, you know, we would, like, shoot our fireworks and, you know, do all that stuff. And Would you, so eat, by, would you eat by the pool? We didn't eat by the pool because <laughs> we didn't have a pool. But... This is like a running joke in our friendship. So the story, the story is, is that like I don't know, it was probably nearly ten years ago. Because I was trying to bring a sense of family, holiday, holiday. family to the to the day. Living in Orlando in an apartment complex takes a lot out of your traditions. Stephanie's expectations were extremely high. She wanted us to. We were living together at the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I don't know what we cooked. We cooked something, some kind of. We decided on something to cook. We cooked something. Probably burgers on a on the George Foreman or something. And Stephanie was like, "Let's eat at the pool." And um, I and everybody was like, was like, "I don't hey. want to drag anything down." And there. so hey. she has a fit, fit and said, "We're gonna eat at the pool. We're eating by the pool." <laughs> so we went and ate to by the, the complex pool. pool and ate by the pool. You know, it was nice, but I uh, what I remember from that night, I think that was the night that the the Fourth of July that Ashley was around. Was that? And she lit. And she lit. She like, thought she had a sparkler. It was like a bottle. And it rocket. was a bottle rocket in her hand. And she was shooting it towards the garages. It was. That was a night where <laughs> Brian had to come inside <laughs> and lock himself in his room because my anxiety was <laughs> off the chain. And I needed to escape from from so from I had craziness. a big adjustment to make when I moved to Florida because the old Stephanie, the younger Stephanie, I just had all these deep rooted emotions for holidays and traditions, and it's like when you move here, th- things have to change. You know, like here, there's no like where I live, there's tons of open areas. Like my mom's house sits on like an acre and a half of land. My grandma's house has a large piece of land as well. And you can freely shoot stuff. But here I've always lived in an apartment. Well, I lived in a home for a short amount of time, but still a lot of homes. Even then, it's just things are too close together. The grass here is too sometimes too dry. Maybe not in the summer, but Mm -hmm. it's just not the place to be shooting fireworks. And it really it took me a long time to accept that. Right. It took me a few years of shooting fireworks, places that I shouldn't have, and <laughs> being disappointed in my holidays to just accept that a holiday is can be anything you want it to be. And we celebrate a little bit differently here because we have they the or the activities here are we organized. Ha- I had to learn to go to other bigger activities right. and accept that I wasn't going to be able to put on my own fireworks show. We uh, we could buy fireworks right around the corner basically and our church had a fireworks booth growing up so we would buy our fireworks from the church fireworks booth because it was a way to kind of fundraise for the church mm-hmm. and we i guess had the now were they all like serious fireworks or were they just like little there was um, no sparklers and no no rockets? i mean there was serious ground fireworks but they weren't shooting yeah they weren't rocket they weren't shooting into the sky because i where i lived was you know in the sacramento suburb you can't be shooting off you know fireworks in a dense dense residential area so all ground fireworks but yeah i grew up we we shot off fireworks with all the ground you know ground fireworks we didn't shoot off i mean people would get their their hands on bottle rockets and stuff but we never also i grew up like the town that i grew up in was um like the neighboring town to a company called zambelli fireworks which Mm -hmm. is a huge um they were founded in in 1893 in italy and they're the providers for a lot of like firework places all over the u.s okay so we always got the best firework shows at our public um firework shows in town our the brand name that we had at the church was phantom fireworks yeah we had well there was a phantom fireworks in ohio yeah it was a bigger, nicer place because I believe it's a chain than the 
ghetto little over the line fireworks right. place that we used to go to because the that one was a little deeper into ohio so we didn't go to that one that i much. never i never worked the fireworks booth but my mom would and a few of my friends would work the you know they would take shifts yeah. working the fireworks booth to sell the fireworks i, I hadn't thought about that in so long until right now that, <laughs> that the church had the fireworks booth yeah that's yeah that's interesting so did you have events where your town would gather into one spot to yes. watch a large yes. uh, fireworks display? So I remember growing up, um, my grandparents lived close to Del Campo High School, which is Car is it Carmichael? It's Carmichael, Carmichael or Fair Oaks, if you're familiar with uh, Sacramento suburbs. And Del Campo at the time would have the um, a fireworks show go off there. So my grandparents were in walking distance, and I, I think... I, I remember at least one year, I think my parents walked us over there from my grandparents' house. You know, they would just park, they parked there yeah. and we walked over. But sometimes we would watch from my grandparents' house. You could see some of the fireworks from my grandparents' house because they live so close. So we'd watch from there. But yeah. We'd I mean, also have like where you could turn, they would tell you where to tune your radio oh. and the radio station would play nice. the music. But I, I have good memories of 4th of July, but they're not like my like it wasn't the same every year like christmas tradition was the same every year and generally thanksgiving was the same and easter was the same it wasn't in that not every year was quite the same we didn't follow the same routine every year but i have good good memories of it i remember i was pretty young when they took me to the del campo high school fireworks and i did not like did not like being so close to the fireworks you know, be fireworks before we moved to Florida were, in my mind, something very special that I right. only saw once a year, which was maybe another reason I loved Fourth of July so much. But now that we live here in Orlando, literally we see fireworks like right. every day. I definitely take fireworks for granted now. Yeah. I don't think they impress me as much uh, anymore. Which it's not to say that I don't enjoy watching them. Obviously, I do. I just they just become a regular. When you part work at the Magic Kingdom, we saw fireworks show every single night yeah, at work. You see it every single night. So wishes, if you're familiar with wishes fireworks show at uh, the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. I mean, I knew that show by heart and was over. I, I was over. I like the new one. I think it's what called Dream. I don't or know something. what it's called. I like the new one, but the new one uses a lot of projection on the castle, which I like the projection on the castle. I like to see that technology and kind of the castle come to life. So I like I like that stuff mixed in with the fireworks. So it makes it, it gives it a new layer for me. Even though I think there's less fireworks, that yeah. doesn't bother me at all. I, I like the story and. And then pretty much just driving around Orlando, like some nights if I'm driving home late from work, I'll see the fireworks from universal fireworks from disney yeah fireworks from sea world uh some of the apartments that i've lived in i could see magic kingdom fireworks from my bedroom so uh so we wanted to just cover some of the fourth of july events that are going on in orlando um one of the bigger ones that we do every year here is called red hot and boom and that's in um cranes roost park at all in altamont springs and they have is that the park that's on like the water yeah. near the mall yeah it's right near the mall so you could park at the mall most people park at the mall and just walk over because it's it's right next to the mall but um so i went to this event with debbie like i don't know like three years ago because i wanted to see um ingrid 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 michelson so generally at this event they have like one good artist and then like a bunch of 
smaller, uh, maybe lesser known artists. But this year, looking at the lineup, I don't know any of these people. Well, I guess Echo Smith. Do we know Echo Smith? I don't know Echo Smith. So uh, the lineup is Echo Smith, Alyssa Rajul, Lava, Logan Henderson, Max, in real life, Jack and Jack. And then one of them, was, you said, was an American Idol. One of them Idol. is a American Idol contestant, winner, runner-up, something of that nature. Um, so basically, it is. Uh, this event takes place on June 3rd, or July 3rd, from 4 to 11 p.m. So uh, they have, on the water, they have like a kind of like a floating stage, I guess. And then people like line up all around the lake. And they kind of just bring, you know, bring blankets and picnic stuff and just kind of hang out all day listening to the music. And then um, at 11 I the uh, is when the fireworks display is. Oh, it says the fireworks are scheduled to begin at 9.30 p.m. weather permitting is what the website says. Um, the show's choreographed music is um, going to be on 106.7 for people that maybe... I guess if you live in the apartments there, you can definitely see them. There's apartments there at Ultima, at, right by the lake there. But this place is nutso. So Does it get crazy? It gets crazy. I'm telling you, like, teens galore. Like teens without their parents. Yes. Tons of people. Tons. So this is something you could do, you know, um, I don't know why this event is on a Tuesday. I don't... But... Uh, you know, you could do this not if you have Fourth of July plans. You could still do this because this is on the third. Oh, so they have it the day before. Yeah, it's always the day before. Okay, and but they have fireworks. Yeah, and they're nice. They're really nice fireworks. But um, ugh, when we went, it was just so it was miserably hot. It was really really hot and very crowded, and but it was still fun. I mean, I don't think we would go now in our older age. <laughs> Well, I think and our hatred for crowds. It's something that you, you know. You probably basically I just went to see Ingrid. So yeah, if you if you know an artist and if it's close by, it makes it easier. If it's right in your backyard, it's not quite in our yeah. backyard. And it's free. Yeah, that's cool. It's free. So uh, another one is a uh, Lake Eola fireworks uh, fireworks at the fountain, and that's um, from four to ten on the July fourth. Uh, I went to this two Fourth of Julys ago. Yeah. What time did you get there? Uh, we got there just right before the fireworks started. We, we we just parked and just walked up, and just as soon as we walked up, the fireworks started, and then we left. I think we might have I don't know maybe worked during the day, or we didn't want to. It was again super hot, and just <laughs> just those couple minutes we spent watching the fireworks, we just dripping sweat. Well, it's that time of year. It just like. Ugh. Basically, the but those were nice too, and it, that's a very similar event where it's around Lake Eola. People bring, you know, blankets, and blankets and stuff, and they they have uh, they had some car, um, they have vendors, vendors, yeah, food vendors, carts, food trucks, stuff like that. Um, uh, those fireworks were real nice as well. They incorporate the fountain, uh, the lights on the fountain and stuff into those. That's cool. And then we also have uh, Disney fireworks. So Disney. I think might be my favorite fireworks because they do what's called perimeter fireworks mm -hmm. where, so if you're essentially, if you're in the park, 
you have fireworks 360. 360 around you. And it's a special show. It's um, Disney's Celebrate America, uh, a 4th of July concert in the sky. So it's not, um, it's a different show than their normal show. And this is going to be on July 3rd and 4th at 9.15. So if you don't have park tickets, uh, we used to go a lot to the Polynesian Resort and watch the fireworks from the beachfront. Yes. Which is really nice. We would go New Year's Eve fireworks. They're probably going to not let you in. Like in terms of your car, so you're just gonna have to get creative of yeah. how you park and and walk over to the Polynesian. But there's ways that you can do there's that. Ways. There's ways. There's I like you. There's a walking path from the the ticket and transportation center to correct. the Polynesian. Um, I like the fact that one of the things that I like that that Disney does, and we did this for um, my friends and I who my friends who were visiting from Brazil did this for New Year's Eve. We planned it out their visit kind of okay we're going to do this that day you know whatever we planned that we weren't going to go on new year's eve night to see the new year's fireworks we went then like the night or two nights before obviously that cuts down on like your crowds you get to experience the fireworks but it cuts down and it's the same exact show and it's the same exact show uh they count like for new year's eve they count down just like they do on the regular show so it you know I think it's nice because it gives you, it spreads it out. It, it 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 allows for the crowds not to be so so great and the traffic home to be a little bit more bearable because not everyone is going to be there like, you know, 4th of July. So that's what, what was going to be my question to you is if Disney was doing the 3rd as well as yes, the 4th. Yes, they're doing the 3rd and 4th. Disney and also does perimeter fireworks, and and the, that means that they shoot from Seven Seas Lagoon as well. Yeah. So basically, they shoot the same fireworks that they shoot behind the Magic Kingdom. They shoot it from an island in Seven Seas Lagoon. So it's it's it's, it's a great really views. cool experience. Yeah, it's a great experience. It's awesome in the park, but you don't have to experience it in the park. Yeah, and w- and we didn't for New Year's Eve. We we went on the th- maybe the thirtieth, I think, and. And we experienced it from the Polynesian. We didn't have a har- we didn't have a problem parking at the Polynesian. No. And we watched it from there. And, and there's also like a cute little bar, uh, the Polynesian that we like to go to. Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's. I mean, you want to just check in there and make sure there's room. Sometimes it's full, but. And t- but I I don't mind the patio. The patio Even the patio nice there would. Be you could actually watch, you could the, watch fireworks the fireworks from, from the patio at Trader Sam's. Oh yeah. Which I've done before. Uh, it makes a great date. Yeah. FYI. It's a nice it's a atmosphere. It's it's quiet. It's yeah. a little dark back there, a little mysterious. Calm a down. Romantic. Anyway, <laughs> I li- I like I like the watching it outside the park cuz you can get right to your car and go home. And they play the, the music over there. They play the mm-hmm. music. Um the same music they're playing in the park, they will play at the Poly. At the Polynesian. And even like a Trader Sam's. You can hear you could hear the music at Trader Sam's yeah. outside. Yeah. And th- what about Epcot? Do you know I did not do any research on Epcot. I think, as far as I know, they just do an add-on to their illuminations. illuminations. So they have like um, they'll play the regular illuminations, and then they have an add-on tag that they do at the end. Um, special for the Fourth of July and for New Year's Eve. But I didn't um do any research for that. I'm just pulling up the Disney World website now, seeing if it loads. Actually, I'm at touringplans.com, which is the first result on Google. 
it looks like see the, pa- uh, see how they list this as Disney Celebrate America, but then everything else is just the same. Right. So Epcot Illuminations Reflections of Earth is at nine. I'm guessing that they have a Fourth uh, of July tag on that. I've end. seen it in the past. Yes. And you can't really you can see that show from the Epcot resorts like the uh, yacht. Yeah, beach if you're club at the boardwalk kinda. or the beach club, you can't see it as well as you can see it stuff from the Magic Kingdom. No, though I would say if you're outside of the park, but in a pinch, if you wanted to, you could stand on that bridge at the back entrance at the World Gateway. And then uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios has Fantasmic, but I don't count Fantasmic really as a fireworks no. show. That's at nine and ten thirty. If you count that as a fireworks show, which I don't. The Star Wars fireworks are spectacular. Yeah, the fu- so the s- I, I don't even like Star Wars, and I think these are really cool. They're awesome fireworks. So they incorporate a lot of different like lasers and like uh, projections against the buildings and blowing huge fire cannon thingies. Yeah, I I was impressed with Star. I've only seen it once, but the uh, Star Wars the Galactic Spectacular. They're very good, very good. And then they say rivers of light wah, wah. at disney's animal kingdom is which is not fireworks at there's all there's no so don't fireworks bother. at all there so don't bother don't go there but if you want no crowds you can go over there because i'm sure nobody will be watching rivers of light at 9 15 or 10 15 yeah you have the whole show to yourself <laughs> <laughs> all right so then next week toy story at disney studios while we're on the topic of Disney parks. You know what? I just realized that my pa- opening. my pass is blocked out, so I'm not even gonna get oh. to go. Mm, sorry. Oh. I guess I'll go and report. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting because we've been bro- looking. We've been looking at the podcast schedule, and we're like, "All right, w- how are we gonna work this? You know, in terms of reporting back to you guys, how? Because we know we're not gonna have all people in Orlando, or n- not even all people in Orlando are gonna go to make it to Toy Story. But we wanted to go check it out and report back our findings. But s- Toy Story opens, I think, June 30th. 30th? Mm-hmm. So I have a, we both have annual passes. I have a silver, he's got a gold. So I'm blocked out during the summer months and basically uh, one week for every major holiday. But Brian's got the gold one, so he can go whenever he wants. Mine's blocked out. The gold one is blocked out. Just for like Christmas, I think, and New Year's. I have some pictures right now that I just pulled up of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge construction. It looks it looks pretty big. Yeah. Don't you think that looks huge? This is on Orlando Sentinel. It's I think it's a recent article. This is this is pretty big. It says an aerial view of construction Tuesday, June fifth. So that was like really recent. It looks very big. So what is this red building here? I'm not Just sure. Is that, you know what? I think that that's Muppets. Is that Muppets? I don't know. We're trying to figure that out because I know, I'm pretty sure Muppets is staying. I, I always love when uh, new things come into the park and you kind of have to reorient yourself. So you're trying to think what used to be there and, and how it all fits now. And it's kind of interesting to see how the Imagineers imagine things because you know, sometimes knowing the parks as well as we do, you stand in the park and you're like, where could they possibly build anything? Like when they built the new fantasy land, I was like, where are they going to build anything? I think but that then somehow they find room and they put things in and it just works. And it, these it, aerial cool. photos 
put Star Wars Galaxy's Edge very close to Toy Story. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I think, the, you know, the way they do the trees and the stuff, it'll... it'll I bet you this is... See, nice. this is raised, I guess. Yeah. So you won't see... They always find a good way to blend it. You know what I just realized? I was watching my favorite... U- one of my favorite YouTubers, Adam the Woo, and he's been making some uh, videos again. He quit for a little bit. Oh, he took a little break. Um, they're... They're getting rid of the um, Bugs Land at in Disneyland. Disney's in California, California Adventure? And are yeah. they putting... I don't know. I, I Bugs Land was really cute. I or loved it is the, really cute. Um, the Heimlich Choo Choo. Yes, the Heimlich Choo Choo. All their rides were great because it was for smaller kids, but it was really well themed. It's cute. And it just was yeah, a Yeah, he a did a whole land. video on uh, basically he wanted to ride everything one last time before they took it down. See, okay, so that building you were talking about, that's Muppets. Because see, that's Star Tours. Mm-hmm. And you know how Star Tours, you would walk around yeah. and then Muppets is right there. So this is the Muppets Theater right there. Wow, and that's it's a right, lot of stuff. It's really right butted up. This is huge. This Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is pretty big. We haven't really been going to this park very much because right now there's nothing to do there. They're really... Everything is closed. I mean, it, y- people go there, I think, to do Tower, Tower and Rockin' and, rockin and they make it a half-day park. It's definitely a half-day park And right the parking now. situation there is not the best right now. But they're moving... It looks like they're moving along pretty nicely with uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and... It, I think they announced a few weeks ago that it's going to be opening fall of 2019. So we still have over a year to go. Oh, wow. They got some like shots. These are some great shots. If you want to check this out, this is on the Orlando Sentinel.com. It was the story was released on June 6th of 2018. And you can see some really great shots. They're very clear. Yeah. Um, Oh wait, now no, now we're into California. I was gonna say we don't have <laughs> mountains like that in Florida. I was like, where are these at? I want to see those mountains. <laughs> so now we're looking at California. Uh, Disneyland is also getting a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which will be interesting. It is back, I believe, where uh, uh, tomorrow or um, Toontown used to be. You know, Toontown. They got rid of Toontown. I think they they were getting rid of Toontown oh. for ga- Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I Toontown. believe. This is, I'm sure, not quite as big as ours. And then they have some concept art, too, which I don't know if I've seen some of this concept art that they're showing. I haven't seen any of it because my interest in Star Wars is zilch. Less than zilch. So <laughs> even that's that's how that's how little my Star Wars interest is, because even though it's con- it's with Disney, I, I love everything Disney. But this, I really just could care. Even though Disney, this is a big piece of Disney, I just really don't care that much. Well, I I got even more excited for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge when I saw uh, Pandora. Because I feel like Disney really did a nice job with the Pandora's land like and the details. And so it made me excited that, okay, Disney is going to pay a lot of attention and detail they have to do even more because it's th- it's their own yeah. world now. It's they own Star Wars. So I'm really because I'm such a big Star Wars fan. I'm really excited for Galaxy's Edge, and I will probably be there. W- I, honestly, way I didn't much. even know that's what it was called until I hear you say that. Galaxy's I only Edge. I've been calling it Star Wars Land, but it's written here in front of me, so it's just easier to call it what it is when I can actually see the name. Hmm. 
But this ride is cool. So we're looking at the concept art of the uh, Millennium Falcon ride. So supposedly, I was watching a video about this ride. Supposedly, this ride, you're actually going to be able to navigate the ship. And you're actually going to, like, obviously, this is going to be screens here. Where in the cockpit, you're going to be, you know, screens. But you're going to be able to actually maneuver the ship in a unique way to your experience. So every single time you move or you go on it, you're going to have a totally different experience mm. because the, you know, wh- whoever's in your party, they're going to be moving it whatever way, which when I, think I look is at that, I think about probably I'm going to vomit if I ride that ride. Well, you have to, but ride I really love once. experiencing everything at Disney at least once. And then if the, I can bear it, the other attraction that's going to be in star Wars galaxy's edge, uh, is, a um is a trackless ride system you know like a dark ride mm-hmm. that you know that's trackless i don't know if we have any currently but ratatouille in paris that's a trackless ride so basically it's a ride view it's kind of like did you go on the penguin ride at sea world yeah so there's no real track it just it's kind of like a little um hovering um bumper car where you kind of just yeah float on the floor almost yeah it's it's yeah. basically there's no track and there's sensors maybe it's magnetic it, yeah well it tells there's sensors that tells uh, the car where to go yeah. but the other ride is going to be uh, supposedly a dark ride similar to that format yeah so stay tuned for the updates i guess B- brian will have to bring them to you because i'm banned from the park till the end of summer well toy story so what's toy story getting toy story is getting the uh slinky dog roller slinky coaster dog. I think they're getting That's some kind of they're getting some kind of I don't know uh, alien bumper car thing. I want them to bring back Pizza Planet. Well, I thought Pizza Planet's going to stay. They made that stupid. Um, well, okay, they still have it? the Pizza Place, it's but a, it's not it's a pizza pl- differently. Yeah, it's, it's themed Italian. But s- right beside that other Mama Melrose Italian place. Slinky okay, Dog so Dash. we have Slinky Dog Dash. It says take the entire family for a toy-filled ride on Slinky Dog as he coils, twists around, curves, <laughs> hills, and drops. It's basically a roller coaster, a kitty roller coaster. Like the Barnstormer. Yeah, it's a Barnstormer. And then we have Alien Swirling Saucers. Hang on tight for an interstellar romp, romp and a toy rocket. Set to an out of this world beat, and then Toy Story Mania. Which so does that basically mean that there's really only two attractions that are coming? I think that's what it means. Yeah, probably because um, Star Wars is going to take the the majority. Well, of Star Wars the only. Yeah, Star Wars does. So have what a they're going to do is back up these two new attractions next to so the area that was already themed for Toy, Toy Story Mar- Mania. Right. That th- that area was themed very nicely already. So they're just going to add on those two extra things. Probably a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I there's think there's going to be a quick service restaurant. The The quick service I saw was... Probably 80 gift shops. Uh, the quick service was uh, something revolving around sandwiches. I think it has sandwiches in the in the title. What is that? Oh, go oh no, this is it. It's oh, Woody's, Woody's Lunchbox. Box. So dig into Tasty Fair for... Uh, honorary toys at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. After all, toys love snack time, too. And then character encounters, it looks like. Well, they've always had Woody and Buzz. It looks like they're adding Jesse as a permanent fixture to Toy Story Land. I personally wish they would have done a Pixar Land 
and it, it wasn't so specific to Toy Story. Even I do like Toy Story, but I feel like we could have had the Monsters attraction that's in California Adventure, which, which is, is so really cute. cute, which is such an easy ride to implement yeah. here. Instead of, this is always my thing, and I'm going to go on a rant here, but we added another, what, w- one or two tracks to Toy Story Mania to help with the line, Toy yeah. Story Mania. Okay, that's fine, but eventually nobody's going to care about Toy Story Mania, and it's going to be just like Buzz Lightyear is now at yeah. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So, why wouldn't you add a, an additional attraction like Monsters Inc. to add an additional attraction to get people another dark ride attack attraction? Yeah. So then you, you you get people excited about that, and I don't know. I think three rides in Toy Story Land, a kitty coaster, and basically it looks like bumper cars which bumper cars i already see that ride being a ride that has like so so when you i don't know those of you have maybe worked in a theme park you start getting to understand how things work and a ride like bumper cars is not a great ride for a park because the amount of people that can experience the attraction at one time is very low and then you know, so the time that you spend in the bumper car might be like three or four minutes. Less than three so or four minutes. Like you're going to have like, as opposed to a ride that's continually moving or has multiple tracks or multiple cars. So uh, these swirling saucers, I'm just not there's, into that. It seems like there's going to be that's a lot of... That's kind of a fluff ride. That's what I would It's going to be a lot of unloading, loading and unloading, loading yeah. and loading, and, and not very efficient in terms of getting people through an attraction so that they can feel like they they've done a lot. They experienced something and they enjoyed their day right. and they did have, you know, an, a, a good experience. Yeah. I would have preferred maybe additional one more additional dark ride here. And I'm excited to see how the wait time changes for Toy Story Mania. I feel like it's always been high because that's honestly like for for five, six, seven, eight years now, there's only been like four rides in the park. Right. The coaster, the Tower of Terror, the Great Movie Ride, which... And well, okay, that? so Great Movie Ride is getting a, a gut job and getting the Mickey's Runaway, runaway Train. I'm excited for that because I, I love trains. That's gonna be good, and that's going to help with the focus on Toy Story Mania, you know, yeah. because Toy Story Mania was really the only attraction for kids because, yes, you know, Great Movie Ride was an attraction for kids. But not so much. But not not. it's not a ride that I don't think a kid would say, oh, I want to go back over yeah. and over to. Like that's That was just one I'm of those looking. rides that is considered more efficient because it's taking a lot, a of, lot people of people at once, at once on, the, on the attraction. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Mickey's Runaway Train or whatever it's called. And I'm not sure what the opening and date And looking is. at the concept art, it has the characters portrayed in the really cute way that I like them. Like the new cute Mickey, mm-hmm. the way he is. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but he's super cute. His, the new way they've been drawing him for some cartoons. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. So I will definitely be going to check it out, I guess, before Stephanie. Wah, wah, I'm sorry. I don't know. Steph. Maybe Lynn can get me in one day. I don't yeah, know. maybe maybe she can get you in, or um, Wendell can get you in. Yeah, yeah, Wendell can get you in, unless they block out. Yeah, ca- cast members oh, allowing people big, in, so that could a, be that an could issue. be a big, yeah. But definitely looking forward to studios finally being kind of coming back and being a, a park that that is worth a full day. Exactly. 
thank you guys again. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. I hope everyone has a safe one. Don't and blow your arms yeah, off. Yeah, don't blow your ligaments off, please. <laughs> so you can follow and eat by the pool yeah eat by the pool make stephanie happy and eat by the pool so you can follow us on instagram at orlando out of context and visit us at orlando out of context.com and then make sure make sure to listen and subscribe and give us ratings on apple podcast app google play music soundcloud and youtube and like we said make sure tag you give us, us ratings shout us out yeah. tag us in your photos of what you're doing around orlando people have already been direct Show messaging us, us yeah. uh even just that they're listening so we please hear from you. let us know that you're even listening um you know give us a shout out we'll give you a shout out and hey girl hey yeah let's have fun so until next time bye Is it Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who was that? That was Junior, right? (laughs) Junior made friends with Kevin, the dog.